What's good, everybody, man? Welcome back into the Blue Bloods as we continue our FCS player spotlight. We have an All-American with us today, my guy, Devron Harper, Mercer, wide receiver, return specialist, broke six school records last season, Walter Payton Award finalist, consensus FCS All-American, unanimous first-team All-SoCon, and even back in high school was winning player of the year as wide receiver and defensive back back in the state of Georgia, man. Devron, appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Oh, most definitely, man. You know, anytime, anytime. We got we to gotta start from the beginning, though, man, because I feel like looking at your high school film, you were playing both ways over at Heritage. You were winning Defensive Player of the Year, getting all state honors as both a defensive back and wide receiver. Did you ever explore the option of playing both ways at the collegiate level? Um, Honestly, Honestly, I wanted to be a receiver. You know, that that was my that was my first love, man. I, I knew I wanted to be a receiver. I knew I could play DB pretty good, you know, but all the techniques and everything, I didn't I didn't really have that down pack. It was just more of I know I could go out here and, and kind of guard this dude because I know how a receiver would want to think against a DB, and and it and it really helped me in in a sense because being able to play DB, seeing seeing their side of the ball, like oh this is how we come at them, you know, it, it really helped me because a lot of moves. And things that you have to do at the receiver level, you know, it's it's really hard on these DBs. You know, that that's like literally one of the toughest positions, I believe. Like having to play it, I said, okay, they definitely have to, you know, lock in on their job because that was a definitely hard position for me to play. But it also helped me at receiver knowing like certain moves I could hit, you know, that that that, that could work. You know, I, I didn't, you know, it's not happened to the best of DBs. You know, I wasn't even the best, but. You know, it's been routes. I've been seeing receivers hit. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one. Like that was a good move. You know what I'm saying? So that it really helped me uh, playing both sides. But at the uh, college level, um, I, I had I had offers, you know, to go for DB. Um, but it just it really wasn't my my you know dream to to be a DB. Um, and also I I really didn't like the tackle. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to hit 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 a guy that was bigger than me, and I felt like you know that hit hurt me more than it hurt him. So. Yeah, it was more of that way. That, hey, that's fair. I, you do what you were good at, and you were like, listen, we're, we're just going to make it work yeah. on the offensive side of the football. But when I'm looking just at your career, you were an all an all state selection at in Georgia, which I, I, I'm biased. I think that's one of the most loaded states in terms of high school talent. So you're an all state selection. You win the Region 36A Player of the Year award. You play special teams. You're a wide receiver. You're a defensive back. You've won all region, all county awards. Did you feel under recruited coming out of high school? Um, I wouldn't even say under recruited. I, you know, I just feel like this was this was honestly, you know, the route I was supposed to go on. You know, like I say always, I put my faith in God. So he, you know, he was leading me in the right way. Maybe I needed to start, you know, at a little lower and 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 work. You know, um, I just feel like coming out. You know, it it was it was a lot of guys too bigger. You know, some faster. You know, you got receivers like six two two hundred. You know, of course, sometimes, you know, they'll, you know, look at them before they look at you. Um, And from the school, you know, I came from, I mean, it was a good school, but we're not like the biggest, like, you know, those schools out, you know. So, you know, the re- recruiting process. But for me, I felt I felt accomplished. I felt well because my whole goal at the end of the day was, you know, go, go to college free, make sure my mom and dad had to pay for school. So however I could get that, you know, that, that's all I was looking for. And, you know, it, it all worked out for me. 
It definitely did, man. You decided to commit to guard, sign with Gardner Webb straight out of high school. Your true freshman season, I believe you started 10 games mm-hmm. for them. What was it about Gardner Webb that made it the place for you initially coming out of high school? Since junior year, they was consistent, man. Like they, they always was consistent. And it, it was it was besides football, you know, before they it was days my man he at Mercer now, Coach Houston. He talked to me on a regular basis, like just how your life going, you know, just regular conversation and, and they even came to my track meets, you know, everything like that. And they just stayed consistent all the way through my um through my senior season as well. Um that's after my senior season, that's when more like, you know, offers started coming through, but they were always there like it was my first offer from junior year, my end. That was it. I didn't even get any more offers till the senior season basically ended. You know, so they just they always held up with me. They kept up with me. You know, even my family made them feel welcome. Uh, they was even in my house. You know, we was just it was just felt like family from the jump. So I love the relationship. I mean, I love the relationship I had with them, the vibes that they gave me, um, and they really believed in me. So that 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 definitely made me go. And I was I was big on if if you know this is what you want. You know, this is what I always wanted anyway. Like, I was like, you know, I like these guys. I'm not even – so I went ahead and signed on the first sign, and I said I'm not going to wait. I done, seen, I done seen players wait and, and not get what they want from it because they waited for the big one. And that, that's not with me. I mean, if, if if they felt like they had faith in me, then, hey, I'm here. Let's let's do it. So that's why that – was, that was my main reason of going. That That's always my biggest – like, if, if I ever talked to high school guys, especially guys who – you know, aren't the highest rated recruits in like the state or whatever, because they're always going to have a spot for the five yeah. and five, four stars. But if you're a two, three star kid, the longer you wait, that spot isn't guaranteed just because they I, like you. They I, like someone else, too. And if they sign before you, listen, they might only be able to take two wide receivers. And if you're not one of the first two in the boat, that 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 was your spot. So I love the fact that you said I knew what I wanted. I knew that was the place I wanted to go. So we went. Yeah. But. You started early, man, and we all know as a true freshman coming straight from high school, there's a lot of learning experiences. So over those two years at Gardner-Webb, what was your biggest learning experience as you stepped on the field early as a freshman? Uh, learning, is, it, was, it was really the game moving faster. That, that was, that was uh, the, the top one that, um, you know, you really have to, you really have to, like, basically go on a grind. Like, you really have to grind for this. You have to do what you have to do because – these guys are just as fast as you, stronger than you. You know, the game just moving quicker. It's like by the time you look up, you're already in the next quarter. Like it's just – it was going, and it was like – it was times in high school where I could just – you know, you could you could play around at practice or whatever, and then in the game you knew you was just going to be better than them, you know. But now it's like, oh, you could play around at practice, and you could potentially lose your spot. You know what I'm saying? So that was like a big thing to me. It was like – they didn't happen to come in, not even being a starter immediately. It was like, dang, like I haven't felt this since like my sophomore year of high school, like where I had to actually fight for a spot. So it's like that gave me back the, you know, the mode of like, okay, Dev, let's let's lock in, let's do what we gotta do. And but yeah, that's the main thing. It was the the biggest learning experience for me. It was just, you know, the game moving quicker. And and, and besides football, the one for me that got me the most was being away from home. You know. I've never been three hours away, and and I know like that's that's where I'm at, Mar. Like I can't I can't just say, hey, I'm coming back home right now, you know. And it was like that was really tough on me because my whole life, you know, just being with them, it was like I'm I'm a mama's boy. I say I love my pops. You know, I love them. I'm a mama's boy. Uh, if I be away from my mom for a while, it it really get to me, and and it, and it helped me learn that okay, you do need friends. You gotta make friends out here. And I I got brothers still to this day. 
from um Gardner Webb. You know, my boy JT, Nari, all of them, you know, they know they're my boys, you know, and I just had to learn. That was a process I had to get through. And, and, and you know, now it's all good, man. It helped me grow. It helped me grow. I feel like it helped me grow a lot as a man. Let's get back to your decision to transfer to Mercer, man. What played into one year decision to transfer from Gardner Webb? And what, what, what was it about Mercer that made it the place for you to finish your collegiate career? Uh, I would say more of um, the, it was just relationships, man. Um, you know, building those relationships. Um, and there was nothing wrong with those guys, you know, not even knocking them. There was nothing wrong with them guys. Uh, good coaching. Coach Lamb, you know, excellent coach, man. He's a good coach. Um, you know, all them guys, it was just, it was just like I lost that part of when, when I first came in, you know, and it was just like it was just a different feeling, different vibe, you know, and, and different play styles. And I had to, like, try to adapt to it. And, you know, I felt like I could I could get used elsewhere and, and you know, have a better success for what I have going on. And another reason, I mean, my man Coach Houston, he was here as well, you know, at Mercer. That's That's my best friend, honestly, like. Outside of football, I hit him up any day I want, you know, if I if I need him for anything. So, you know, that that played a, a major part. I wanted to go somewhere, you know, I'm already I'm already knowing somebody, feeling the love, um, you know, and and me and him, we 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 tight, man. We we like, you know, we just it's just that relationship we have with each other. And honestly, you know, being back in Georgia was good too. You know, it didn't play it. The Georgia part really didn't play that big of a part, but you know, it's just a plus, you know. Being back home, you know, closer to my mom and stuff, you know, that, that was, that was you know, just a little plus to it. But I would just say, like, I just felt like, you know, they the the vibe that when I got on the call with Coach Cronick, the vibe that he had, you know, he, he let me know how he was. You know, you're going to get here. Um, you're going to work for your spot. You know, you're not going to come in starting. You know, you, you got to actually, you know, build the chemistry, build trust, you know, find brothers. And, and that kind of vibe that I'm like, okay, I understand. You know, you, you actually coaching me to – not just for football to be a better person. So that was it, it that all played a for, uh, part for me. So that's why I made that decision. I think it's it's extremely rare to have two receivers in the same room that are as talented as you and Ty are in this receiving core. What is the relationship like between you guys and what is just the chemistry like on the field where it doesn't matter if you go out, break a school record and eat that day. It doesn't matter if Ty does the same thing. It just what is y'all's relationship like on and off the field? Uh, me and Ty, it, you know, it's you would think that it would be like more complicated because, you know, at first we fought for the spot, you know, things in that nature. But it was never I never I only think Ty, we've never envied each other in any way or want to see somebody do worse than the other. It's always been like if I had to come in and he had to come off, it's like, hey, go in there and do your thing, man. You got to eat. You know what I'm saying? And it's always been – I always wanted to hold the expectation of, you know, when I came in with him, I'm I'm, I'm I'm working this hard to make you better as well, you know. But at the end of the day, we both we both know the, how football goes. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely trying to take your spot as much as you try to take me back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to have that fight to each other. But our main thing was just trying to get on the field with each other, man. And, and that really built a relationship with me because we actually got to talking more. And we like, hey, coach, we went to coach about it, you know, just man to man, like, hey, this is what we trying to do. You know, me and him, we feel like this will help, you know, what we got going on. And it's, it's been like, it's been good like that ever since, man. Like me and him, honestly, I would say the relationship that we have, it's like, you you would think we was actually brothers, man. Because like the way that we talk on the phone, it was, it's just like, it's just that brother vibe, man. Like, 
I always want to see him do good. It's like, hey, and the relationship, it, it honestly goes like, if if we go out there and okay, if we go out there like I just put it in this sense, if I if, if I say hey Taye man, you need to go for two hundred this game, you know nothing less. He know I don't care if it's one ninety nine, I'm gonna get on you man, cause I you know what I'm saying and that and that and we fight for that like I bet you I'm gonna beat you this time man like, but we try to bring everybody we want we want like others to see that because you know it it, it makes it like it ain't even all about you because he holding me to an expectation I'm holding him to one, so he know like hey. And if you all working for something like that, like challenging each other, that's all we do. We always just challenge, you know. I bet you can't catch 500 balls this week, you know. And, and he out there trying to grind with, when I'm not even out there, like trying to beat me to it. But that that just makes people better because, like, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to accomplish something. And, and the ending goal, bro, I know it's going to come out to a good goal. But, like, that's the kind of relationship we got. We always competitive. We always know what it is. But we know when to lock in. And, you know, we play the game with each other all the time. You know, it's just – it's just saying, man, we got it. I, lo- I love that man for real. That's that's my brother, and I do anything for him. I, I think you can see that on the field, man. Like I said, the two games I went to, you know, it, we know the end result wasn't what you guys wanted, but I think both well, one, both you and Ty had ridiculous games against Chattanooga, who was one of the best defenses in the country. And then y'all both were cooking in that Furman game until Ty ultimately got ejected, and then you took over the game. I mean, th- there was a drive toward the end of the game. I got because I got the clips on the channel where mm-hmm. I, th- I think you caught like four or five passes in a row and just let yep. and the offense went straight down the field and then you scored the touchdown. And mm-hmm. I was like, you better stop him. Like that's the guy y'all better start doubling or it's gonna be get ugly. So I love it. And I think it's very rare for two receivers in the same room to complement each other where you can play a lot of the slot role and he can yep. be on the outside as an X. The fact that you guys can do that so well is is amazing. But Looking at your season, man, because I still got the DMs, man. When I reached out to you for the interview, uh-huh. we still had the DMs, and I, and I got them. I got them pulled up. You were like, "Listen, keep an eye out for me this year, July thirteenth, twenty twenty-two." You come out and you break multiple school records. You're a Walter Payton Award finalist. You're a cons- unanimous first team All SoCon selection, and I believe you were a unanimous consensus FCS All American, whether that was wide receiver and all purpose. What was it about this season that clicked for you, man? And when did you know it was going to be as special as it ended up being? Uh, honestly, it was from the beginning. Um, like me, I'm I'm big on I'm big on like when I say something, you know, I'm I'm gonna make sure it happens. You know what I'm saying? And I knew I I even told my mom, man, it was just it's just that feeling that you get, like like you know you done been here, you know been in this situation before, you know been in college for a while, man, and then they you know we switching the offense a little bit. He's starting to put me out there a little bit more. I'm, I'm on the field with him. I'm like, I'm like, hey, Ma. I even taught her. I said, it's going to be one of them ones. I taught him my big brother all the time. I told him, I said, look, this is going to be a season, man. Like, I'm trying to tell you before it even happens, it's going to be a season for me. And it was just that I, I just led through that confidence throughout the whole season, man. Even, you know, just me and Ty both. We, it's, it's like it was just that feeling that we had. Like, I know it's going to happen. Like, we're going to do this. And going, I couldn't even tell you all the I couldn't even tell you everything about, like, what I was thinking, man. All I knew, I just said, hey, it's going to be a season. Man. And once I once I speak something, like my mom always said, you, you speak it into existence, man. Come on. Like, and I did that, and, you know, it came out to this. So, and and honestly, me and my brother, we only talked about, like, I told him I just want to go for, like, uh, 10 receiving touchdowns, and that was it. Now, that's all I wanted was 10 receiving touchdowns, and they came out. I done got some rushing, you know, returns. So, you know, hey – it happened and it was good for me. So, 
<laughs> I, I love how you were like, yeah, we, we didn't set the bar super, super high, but hey, we still we still you went know, out there and yeah, got, I, you I know, set records. We got to get, you know, so. Oh, but I love it. It all, you know, uh, people who watch the channel are going to laugh because I always ask for Turner's this question because for me, man, I play offensive tackle, offensive line. Yeah. You, I don't know if there's a salary in the NFL that you could pay me to stand back as a punt returner, a kick returner, and let all those dudes come hey. full speed at me and just hope I can make it out alive. There's no chance. Like, you've got to, it's a different mindset, really, yeah. for you. Why did, what is it about your game? How did you develop into such a dangerous return specialist, man? Because what is the mindset? Because you've you got to be different to play that position. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. No, nah, it's definitely scary. No, exactly what you're saying. It's definitely scary. Let me tell you that. Uh, when I'm back there, man, uh, it's, it's a lot of pressure because, like, you see the ball in the air, man. You know, you're just looking at it, and it's like, dang, why this jump taking so long to get to me? And you just see them coming, and you know, if you drop it, you know, it, they get the ball right there, man, you know? But – Honestly, I would say what built me, you know, developing my game on returns was honestly that I was always looked at as a returner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kept it real myself. A lot of a lot of people, like, they, he's a receiver, but, you know, they only knew me for the return game, honestly. So I said, you know, I'm going to lock in. If, if this if this is the way it's going to make me to the league, then I'll lock in on this every day. And You know what I'm saying? And, and give it the best I got, which in everything I'm going to do, I'm going to give it the best. But... Being back there, you know, a lot of people say that, like, man, it's so scary for this and that. you rather do kick return. But honestly, though, punt return, I would say the only reason I feel like I like punt return better is because you know if you catch it, you almost got an easier way of scoring. Like, honestly, if I catch it and, and, and you hit a seam or, you know, you find that little gap, that crease, everybody's coming your way full speed, you know. And it's just like it really is no safe people. You know, unless it's the punter, and I'm and I'm I'm telling you, I know I'm not getting tackled by a punter, so I don't <laughs> care about that. You know, so I'm just saying, man, like it really helped me develop my game. You know, just just being back there, having to put all my focus, especially when I was at Gardner Webb. You know, it was it was more. I, I had a lot of focus on the turn game. Like I always wanted to be that big play that happened for the team. You know, to get them going. So that's the main thing. I love when the energy changes after I like like how we play uh, VMI. You know, it was no touchdown yet on the board. Boom, we pop that off, the whole energy changes. Okay, let's let's lock in, y'all. Let's play. So it's like that kind of feeling that you get. I like I like to actually have that momentum change. You know, it, it just shifts the game, man. That one was a huge one because I because I know people who really, really don't – the average fan doesn't keep up with special teams players, yeah. especially on, on punters and long snappers. To get a return on VMI, like people don't understand how talented – they had a – all-American long snapper who went to the Senior Bowl in Robert's uh, Solder home, and their punter was all-conference, too. And I th if I'm not mistaken, you were one of the only people who got a punt return against them. Mm -hmm. Like, they ain't, had a legit team. Sideline where I couldn't get it for real. You know, he tried to yeah. put me over there where my foot would step out, but, you know, I, I stayed in on him, you know. And me and him talked after the game. He said, man, that junk, man, it was crazy, you know. The conversations they would have, it was crazy. He said, man, you got <laughs> I said, hey. You know, it's going to happen sometime, man. I, you done punted away from me the whole game, man. So, it was if, I, if I had to guess, man, that we're, we're recording in May, I would imagine there's not going to be very many punters that want to test you this year. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> man, you know, man, I don't know, man. I mean, I hope they do. I really oh, do. Yeah. I hope they do. I hope they test it, man. Just test your waters a little bit. Come to me. You know, I'll just show you a little something. But, hey, if they don't, you know, it is what it is, man. But. I really hope they do. Oh, I do too, man. I, punt returns, like you said, the most electric, one of the most electric plays in college football, for sure. But 
man, you've achieved so much. We've talked the All-American. We've talked the Walter Payton finalists. We've talked all conference. We've talked school records. I mean, you've done it all already. You've still got another season. What is your personal goals going into the 2023 season? Um, going into the season, um, you know, uh, it was probably about two days ago. My mom, she thinking about number 13 all the time. Like, it was just 13 on mine. And she told me she feel like I'm going to go for, like, 1,300 this year. So I set that for it. Just just a high goal. It is what it is. I said I'm going to go 13 on it, and I'm going to go either 10 to 12 uh, receiving touchdowns. And I want at least, like, three to four returns, you know, and probably, like, two two or three rushing. Setting mm. I'm setting it high, man. It is what I- it is. I I I love the confidence, man, because I can absolutely yep. see it, man. Because if you if you go for thirteen hundred receiving yards with everything else that they that you do in the offense that you do on special teams, two two K is not far away in terms of all purpose yards. That's and that's what I want, man. I, I was gonna lead that next. I will tell you, I was gonna tell you that I'm I'm going for that. I had eighteen this time. Them the extra two hundred, they come out. I'm telling you. Mm, man, I I absolutely love that, man. But, to, you know, before we shift to some quick hitters, man, I usually save this for the end, but this is a big thing because I, I talked to Ty about it because a lot of people probably didn't know this, but Mercer has never had a player selected in the NFL draft. I know you uh, there was an offensive lineman just recently who got a big undrafted free agent contract. He's out there balling out. For you, though, what would it mean to you to be the first player in school history to hear your name called in the NFL draft? Uh, it'll mean the world to me, man. Literally, it, it would. It, it literally the more the world to me. Only, only because I I always think like I don't just only think about myself. Like that really brings exposure to the school and to them guys that think that you don't have to think that you're going to college and playing football four years and it's over with because of what school we at. You know what I'm saying? And I really want to build that where it's like even anybody at the league, like man, you could look over at this school too. Like we don't have to get overlooked. Like you could look. We got guys. We got dudes that can come out here and really play. And and that that would just mean everything to me, man. You know, just seeing that, even for the even for the coaches, you know, like they like, then y'all coaching these guys, you know, what's the recognition they need, man? That's what they need, man, because th- these are some great coaches, and we got great players on the team, you know. And all it is that one chance, letting us get a little bit, just letting us get our foot through the door, and, and we can show you what we really have, you know. And 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 that 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 I feel like that I just helped the whole school, the whole program in one. Man, I, I don't think people like realize how big this upcoming draft class is for Mercer because you got yourself, Ty, Isaac Dowling, Lance mm-hmm. Wise. There's oh. a lot of guys who are going to make a push for that next level. And if Mercer can go from having zero to multiple in the same year and potentially two oh. in the same positional room, man, that's, that's, that's a program changing draft class for, yeah. for a university, man. And to kind of build off of that real quick, what was the conversation like? Because you returned, Ty decided to come back, and we talked about this at the FCS level, a breakout season for a lot of guys is just an opportunity to go FBS. Mm-hmm. But you came back, Ty came back, Lance came back, Isaac Dowling came back, the list goes on and on. Cam Sims is balling out at cornerback. Austin oh. Douglas coming back from injury. Did you guys as senior leaders, as older guys in the locker room, come together, have that conversation of like, man, this is one last ride and we still have a lot to achieve here at Mercer. Man, I mean, I, just honestly, not really. Me and Ty really talk, you know, because we, we could relate in that, you know, in that kind of position-wise. We kind of related to what we was trying to do, you know. And we talk, you know, of course you have your, your thoughts and you like, dang, we probably could do this and go to this. But then it's like, 
you really have to sit back and realize, like, you already had you a good season. Uh, and then you got these coaches that already believe in you. They're letting you know, you know, you come back. We, we, we need you. We trying to let you, you know, do what you got to do. Um, they're going to give you all the tools. It's right there in your face. They're giving it to you. So it's just like it's either you do this or you take this risk of trying to do this big jump for yourself and, and potentially not playing. Now your stock go down. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I've always been somewhere where it was not just the bottom of the line, but I've been like, you know what I'm saying, not at the top schools or whatever. So I'm just like, you know, if I'm going to have a breakout season, these folks believe in me, that's all I ever wanted since I've been in college. That's all I ever wanted. So I said, man, I'm – and I love Coach Carnegie. I'm, I'm, I said, man, I'm staying with the man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to run me one more year because, you know, it was a year, uh, I think, what, COVID year of guarding the web. I mean, I had my two returns, but I didn't really have an effective offensive season that time. So it's like, I said, you know, I need to, I feel like I should stay back, you know, give me some more stats going, you know, just not have this one breakout, but actually show people that I can actually do this more than just one time, you know. And and that's that was my biggest thing. Um, And Ty, he talked to me. You know, we, we just talked, brother, around. I said, hey, man, I feel like I feel like we left something out there, bro. Like, you know, that ring, we, we've been fighting for it, bro. We've been chasing for it. And, and actually be those two players to sit there and be like, you know, we're going we're gonna to actually have to lead this group, you know, to this thing, man. Like, we're going to play it. You know, it's everything a team effort. But you know we're a big impact to how this season is going to go. Like, us coming back just gives them confidence, you know. And, and that's all we want from them, man. We want them to, you know – just grind, man. Don't have no doubts. Don't, you know, we don't need to go back to that shell, you know, where we wasn't doing as good, man. So that was the big, that was a big thing, man. Man, I I, I love that. I know, like you said, it's going to be a huge year for Mercer, man. But shift into, for, let the people get to know you a little bit better, man. NFL comps are huge. Everyone loves them. When you look at your game, is there a player in the NFL right now or historically that you feel like your game models the most? Um... Man, not even off the top of my head. I mean, I try to – I try to – the guys I just watch most of the time is, like, you know, Stephon Diggs. I watch – my favorite player was Tavon Austin. I watched him all the time. That was my favorite one. So, I watched Tavon. Um, really, I just try to get my game, you know, from him. You know, it's, you're not going to find too many people like him. That man was – you know, he was crazy. But, like, I just try to take those game plays, those styles, um, and just work around those dudes, man. Like, that, that's who I watch most of the time. I like to watch the big body receivers and just seeing them protect their bodies. You know, they actually help me. Like, Tavon, you know, he's the type of player. He gonna, if he know he can't get more yards, I'm going down. I'm going out of bounds, you know. And Stephon Diggs uh, uh, is the same way. So, I try to learn my game off them. Keep my body healthy, you know. Stay away from injuries when you don't have to take unnecessary hits, you know. So, that's what I would say. I love that Tavon Austin comparison, man, because I, I think, you know, people around Ari, so I'm still younger, man. When he was in college, they were wanting to stop in him. It wasn't, man. It wasn't. He, he, he was, <laughs> that was crazy. He was a game changer, man. But going back to some of your Gardner Webb days, I'm assuming that it came there. What was your welcome to college moment at Gardner Webb? Um, I would say the first game when I took the return back. I would say that um, it was just like that feeling, that joy that that brung. I actually had like two moments. I ain't going to lie to you. I had like two moments because the first turn only got 11 yards, but I got hit. And when I got hit, I said, oh, like, oh, okay, these folks hitting. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what was playing Charlotte. You know, they hit me. I said, hey, Cole, they hitting. Like, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be this is different for me, you know. Uh, but then after that, when I scored, it was just like, yeah, man, like I could do this. Like I know I could do this. It's a challenge, and I'm gonna overcome the challenge, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna work. I'm gonna get hard. I'm gonna get uh, grind more, you know, to get where I can go. But that definitely was that welcome one, man. I said, yeah. I can do this. I was mad though. My mom missed it, man. She was, she was at the. Uh, I think she was at the restroom or something, man. My dad seen it though. My dad and my brother. So, but she was. She still heard it though. She heard him doing that screaming. She came back. So it was a good <laughs> buckle, man. Talk about just the like worst timing in the world. The the one time you get up out of the stands is the time one you gotta time, take it back. <laughs> go do this real quick, and I do it. Like, but hey, oh man, he loved that- it. And that's awesome. But I got to ask you, because listen, I'll be honest, wide receivers DBs on the show are notorious for this question, but how much of a trash talker are you between those white lines on game day? Um, I would say, like, I'm, I'm not even that heavy of a trash talker. It, it's more of, it's more like I give folks that look. Or, like, if I am in that mood, it's like, I'm going to just start the game off with you, like, hey, Man, you ain't even you ain't even do nothing. Like we just go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna go ahead and get at it, and we're gonna get active already. But like, it's just been like times. I just let my I just let you know my talent just speak for itself. Like, and that really kills people when you don't even say nothing to them. You just you just go out there, you just keep doing it, and then it's like, dang, like, I just can't stop them for some reason. But I let that kind of do it. Unless somebody get to you know going at me, then then they'll just be like, hey, let's do it, you know. So, I mean, I say like. I give myself probably about a seven out of ten because I don't, I don't, I don't just go out there just looking for it, you know. But like I will get right if you come at me the wrong way. It it is kind of tough though when when you know like I, because that's what Ty said to me. He was like, man, when, when we're giving them the work, he was like, they can't talk. Can't even say nothing. Can't <laughs> even say nothing, man. It's just like me and me and him know we doing it. Me and Ty know we doing it. We look at each other on the field. We like, bro, they ain't gonna stop. Just, just that shrug. It's just like yeah. you know what it is. But you man, know what it is, yeah. You know, you don't have to give away all your trade secrets, but man, you know, I, I'll, I'll do a two-parter here. The first one will be, what's the number one mistake a defensive back can make against you in one-on-one coverage? And the next one will be, what's the number one mistake on special teams? You and a guy in the open field, what's the number one mistake that defender can make against you on special teams in the open field? I say, okay, uh, at receiver, I feel like a DB, if he, I feel like the number one state for me is is when they press like hard press because I know like if you're gonna press me I need you you your best bet is go ahead and pin me to the sideline or something you better go ahead and get your hands all over me because if you don't you do that one miss I know what time it is you know that's just I love that like I love I love a corner who press man that's that's like my favorite like yeah let's do that because I mean we both gotta work we both gotta work. You know, and it makes us both better. Like, like I say all the time, I, I love work like that when you got to really think on the field. Like, oh shoot! Like your first mindset, okay, he off, boom, I gotta do this. And then you see them press, it's like that. You gotta switch, okay, bet I gotta do this release now. Like, and that that having that feeling, you like, okay, hey, I know this game for real now. Like, you know, and special teams, I would say number one mistake, man, is um. Nah, I ain't gonna tell you that one because they're gonna try to use that one against me. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that one. They're gonna bet- try to use that one against me. I just say open field, man, trying to dive at my feet. 
I just heard a look, but yeah, because you ain't gonna get me on that one. They gonna use it against me. Oh man, it's it's just like man, just the the best advice is just don't be in the open field. Yeah, if I break don't be there. Dive at my feet. I just like you know jump up, so I'll trip up. We're gonna leave it at that. Oh, but I love it. Can't give away the trade secrets on that one, yeah. man. But to give a little bit of credit to the other side of the ball, who are one or two of the best defensive players you've ever had to face? Um, I would say, what number was he? I don't forgot his number. It was the safety from Chattanooga. Um, was it Chattanooga? Mm. No, no, no. It was a safety from uh, uh, East East Tennessee. 23? It might have been a, like, I think it was. Elijah? It might have been. Uh, was this his last year? No, he transferred to North Carolina this offseason. No, no, not him. I mean, he was a good corner, too. He was a good corner. He was a, I think this was a safety. Mm. Dang, I forgot, I forgot his number. It was like nine or something, I think, I believe. I'm not sure, but he was hitting me that game, man. He was coming downhill. Yeah, he was, he was doing good, man. I, I respect him. He was oh, doing... Mike Price, number nine. Yes, yes. Yep. He was coming down. I, hey, Price was doing his thing, man. That and he, and he was all over the field. He literally was all over the field. Like he was doing real good that game. Um, and um, man, that's that's all I can really think about. Hey. Mike's a baller too, man. He, like, like I, like I was, I was, I was on another interview or something, man. ETSU's always got like sneaky good defensive backs, regardless of how good the team is. They always got good DBs. <laughs> Them folks ain't sneaky, man. Them folks hitting. They was out there doing yeah. it. Hey, he wasn't sneaking around. He was coming. So, hey, I respect him, man. Nah, he, he was a good player. So, looking at your game, man, what do you feel like from freshman year stepping on the field at Gardner-Webb to now, what's the single biggest development in your game that you've seen? Um, my biggest develop, I feel like knowing how to control myself and my routes. Usually, I, would, like, I still had that, that time when it's like, oh, oh, I didn't know how to like slow myself down right there, but then I'm, I'm working on that. But I would say like being as a freshman from Gardner-Webb, I never knew when to, like, cut the speed down on certain routes or anything. I dig. I'm trying to run at full speed and slipping out my brakes, you know, and it's like I feel like I need to develop more on my routes, you know, that-wise. Um, that's, like, one of the main things, just improving in that category. My blocking, you know, I done got a little bit better with my blocking. I'm not scared to throw my body. Usually I was scared, like, oh, man, he 225. I'm not going to do it. Now it's like, hey, man, we grown, man, bro. You bleed how I bleed. Let's do it. Like, I'm throwing my body at you. So, I would say that was one of the biggest developments. Mm, man, I'll, I'll, you said I'll put it on the line for that one, man. I, I, I yeah. love to hear that, especially because yeah. blocking for wide receivers is such an underrated aspect to to the game itself. But, man, the final question here, if an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in Devron Harper if they take you in the upcoming NFL draft, what do you tell them? I'm going to give you everything, everything you need. Everything you need, you know. Um, I'm not here to – I'm not here to play around or nothing. They they come to me. I'm gonna tell them whatever you need from me. I'm giving it to you 100%. So that and when you say everything, I mean everything. I'm at receiver returns. If you just want me to go uh, do a kickoff and go try to make a tackle, anything you need, I'm doing it. You know, cause hey, these folks they believe in you, man. That's I take that. I take that every time. Just believing in me is, is you ain't gotta speak no more. Once you say you, you know I believe in you in this, that's it, man. I'm gonna give you everything I got. 
I don't think there's a better answer than that, man. So we'll end it on that. But, Dev, man, I appreciate you so much for hopping on the show. This is all about player promotion, man. It's going to be a huge season. Let people know where they can follow you on social media, contact you for NIL, and any messages, anything you want to say to the people, man, this time is yours. I mean, it ain't really – you know, it really ain't much. I'll just say, like, just for, just for you know, kids and everything out, you know, in high school still, man, go – hey, put your pride aside, you know. Um don't make don't make the biggest mistake because you know a mistake through high school, bro. It really take you a long way. They think you can shake back from it, but some some people can never shake back from it. You know, so just because the school is lower, hey man, you still got time. You know, you still got time. Um, just just you know, just stay stay up, keep working. Um, I say that because you know you you gonna get you gonna get underlooked sometimes, man. People not gonna look your way, but hey, that ain't the right way to go for you. You know, that's just God trying to tell you something, bro. Like I just tell everybody, man, keep faith in God, bro. Guys, make sure to go follow them on all social media. Stay tuned for a huge season in Mercer, man. I, listen, Walt, Walter Payton, the war finalist, unanimous first team all SOCON, FCS All-American, going to be first team preseason FCS All-American on every publication this year. So make sure to get out to Macon, man, see this guy in person. But for Devron Harper, for myself, and for the Blue Bloods guys, we are out for right now.